You are now politicking with Poe on PoePolitikin.com. I don't know how y'all see it, but when it comes to the children, Wu-Tang is for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it come to making grain Got a couple dollars, now I'm looking like a king yeah. Working on my mental, so I'm who I wanna be Loyal over royal, tell them snobs they gotta leave Niggas do you wrong, this look like they got a seizure Come up on your own, then get charged, they ask to feed Finally in my zone, meditation help me see Freestyle on the song, but don't let them come for free Got a new lane, like I'm mixing count with Creed Fucking on the city with a couple and a three I've been waiting, waiting like a nigga gotta pay We've been praying, praying while we bleeding through our knees You been on my phone like I'm trying to receive ya I've been on the road like a nigga got a fever I'm rocking the boat like I'm trying to chase a lead Freestyle off the dome, but don't nothing come for free, now. Hide, pussy niggas hide Lyrics like a rogo when I put it to your eyes Bust a couple shots and have you chilling in the skies Fuck it all, hell, guess they meant well Niggas only fucking with me for my intel Tryna see how me go when it should've been failed They can't speak upon your heaven when they in hell Zero in like beam with the intel, yeah Like a rugal when I put it to your eyes Bust a couple shots and have you chillin' in the skies Fuck it all, hell, guess they meant well Niggas only fucking with me for my intel Tryna see how me go when it should've been failed How you speaking on my heaven when you in hell See the E like beam with the intel, yeah Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, type in PolPolitikin. Go and listen to some of our interviews for the past 11 years. Make sure y'all listen to Jay Prince interview, y'all, and check it out. One, two, one, two, I'm in the place to be with Omega the Kid. How you doing? Yo, yo, what's good? I'm doing great. How you doing, bro? Fantastic. Like I was saying earlier, man, um, 
I know you from back in the day. You was on one of our mixtapes. I had that So Smooth on there. You sent us a drop. So we finally linking up, like, what, eight years after? <laughs> so I said, finally a line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, that was a long time ago. So Smooth, man. I was a baby. Like, I was just figuring this stuff out. You know what I'm saying? Let's say, what year did you start? Was that, like, you just were starting, or what year did you start? Yeah, I was, I, I mean, I've always dabbled and dabbled, you know what I mean? But, um, I mean, even, I, I had started then, but I still wasn't serious yet when I had did So Smooth. Oh, well. You know what I mean? I was still kind of figuring myself out, figuring out if I really want to do this, you know? So, and then, but yeah, man, it's, it's, I've come a long way since then, for sure. And then you... <laughs> I know you. You said um, you go Omega the Kid. Why was your Why was that your name, Omega the Kid? I know you said you changed it. Yeah, um, I'm now. You know, I've recently changed my name to Omega the King um, because I feel that the kid has finally grown into a king. You know, but um, I called myself Omega the Kid because you know, if you ever look throughout hip hop, um, like anybody that's 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 ever named or labeled themselves the kid was a real MC. You know what I mean? Like, there was a truth. And I consider myself a, a real MC. At the end of the day, like, I have a lot of musical gifts. <clears throat> you know, I can sing. I've been able to be blessed to songwrite and play the guitar and things like that. But at the end of the day, what I really am is an MC with a bar. I really can really, really, really rap. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, I'm a history head, so I've done a lot of research on the culture as well, you know. And I come from the culture organically. You know, not to throw no hidden shots, but like, <laughs> uh, I come from it. Or, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, like, <clears throat> a lot of this is my ancestors' work. I heard that. So, you kind of touching on it. I'll say, what is hip hop to you? You kind of already touching on it. Man, hip hop is everything. Is like, man, that hip hop is 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 a, is a lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's it's not only one of the most profitable lifestyles that we see now that we don't own all the way. Huh. You know what I mean? But it's it's one of the most influential lifestyles as well. Like, bro, I'm sorry. I remember seeing Champion at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And we made it flesh. Not, not as expensive. Cool. You yep. know what I'm saying? Hip-hop made it cool. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, hip-hop is everything to me, man. I, but mainly what I'm about is, is ownership. You know what I mean? Like, completely full ownership. So, like, it's taken me... A, a little longer path up the mountain, but to have the power of full ownership coming in, like full blown, is everything. Yeah, I'll be with you because you were saying how, like, I heard you saying like how this is our culture, but we don't own it. So how you know what I'm saying? That's kind of the whole thing. Like this is our lifestyle, yeah. but then we don't own it completely. We don't. Own it. I mean, it's it's a representation of everything. Like you know, I'm not going to get deep into it, but like in my opinion, not even in my opinion, just from the things that I've, I've witnessed and kind of my analysis to you know to say you know my perspective. Uh, this is you know pe people would like to be like, oh, you know, well, you guys haven't been slaves 400 years or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's traumatic effects that happen in mentality and, and human behavior when you know people go through certain types of things like that. You know what I mean? And, like, what I always tell, like, my homeboys, like, when I'm in the studio, I be like, you know, us as a people, as a culture, we're economically immature and we're politically immature. You know what I mean? Huh. So, like, we don't have an understanding of, like, 
<clears throat> certain things that just work here in this type of system, like credit, like we, like most of us, you know, and, and like, I'm like, there are the, the anomalies that exist, like, you know, the people that made it out, they went to college, they teach their kids and things like that, you know, and like, that's why I feel this, this is one of the greatest moments of just the culture, you know what I mean? And I'll go back into that, like, don't let me forget that, but to finish the statement, you know, um, we don't know, like, we don't know how to vote, really. None of that stuff really ever worked for us. Like, we, we live in communities, or most of us are from communities where the police don't protect and serve us. They harass. They <laughs> us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like my nigga, you know, my mom, like, my name is Netanyahu. You know what I mean? On paper, it says Nathaniel. You know what I mean? My mom named me to, to give me a better shot of having a fucking job, my nigga. Oh. Uh. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that, if, if we have to do certain subtle things that other cultures may not necessarily see, just to protect ourselves, like that has to that that's that's a representation of some type of issue. You know, so like to go back to what I to what, what I was talking about with uh, you know, like ownership and things like that, like hip hop and the culture of hip hop and everything that comes from that R and D or black music, melanated music, as you want to say. That's that's music of struggle and pain, bro. Mm. That's why it sounds so good. You know what I'm saying? And we don't own it. You know, and if you go back in history, you know, um, I, and I hate to say it, I'm, I'm down to debate though. Like with Elvis Presley, you know what I mean? Like that whole era, you know, um, autumn sounds came from. Us. You know, <laughs> and, yeah. and nowadays, it's uh, and like Charlamagne the guy had just recently spoke on this. We talk about an article that somebody had wrote uh, saying when rock became white, you know what I mean? Like now, like even though it's like a cool thing in hip hop to be kind of like rockish or like gothic, you know what I mean? Like black kids still think that rock is a white thing. <laughs> yeah, and this is, we, we developed it, we created it. Even country, they think country, that's why it's like that little X nas dude, it's like, that actually is our music, so why are we tripping like yeah, he doing exactly. something? Yeah, that's our shit. Him on a country chart. Yeah. <laughs> like that happened, and to me, just to me, you know what I mean? From my perspective, when things like that happen in our society, it's proof that there's a certain view and stigma and taboo that's on us, you know what I mean? Now, like, to, like, to go back to the other statement where, where I was talking about, where we're, in, we're in a new era. I yeah. feel like we're in the new black renaissance era right now. We're living it. We're living it right now. We're in a beautiful era of art. You know what I mean? Film, music. Even though the music, like, some people are like, oh, it's this, that, and the other. Like, the music is really a beautiful new rendition to hip-hop because, it, to me, it's an example of what rappers have always been wanting to do, which is fucking sing. Rappers really want to sing. Like, I just, <laughs> like, you, you can go back to records, like, with Met the Man and, and Mary J. Blige, bro. When, when, like, I think that was, like, one of the first, like, R&B and hip-hop, like, Big, like, uh... But even L. Cool J had I Need Love. Yeah, come on, bro. And then he had Ja Rule singing and singing. And Nelly. Singing. All that shit Nelly was like, doing. Like, yeah. And then and then at the same time, you got to look at this perspective. Um, that whole era was drug dealers. And this whole era is drug doers. Because they're the kids of the drug dealers. So, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything as far as in our culture makes sense to where the music is right now. You know, I mean, that's why I, I feel like I'm definitely a bridge to the gap because I don't feel, you know, like in my later 20s, I don't feel like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, fuck all that new shit, blah, blah, Like, I love that shit. Like, this shit, all right. it's a dope expression. Mm. You know what I mean? It makes people feel. And, like, that's one thing that um, us as a culture, we haven't really been on, like, the way it is now. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I know that was a lot. No, nah, you good. No, nah, you good, man. You good. I would say, uh, it's funny. You, you mentioned Ja Rule, but then I think about 50 Cent. And I was like, 50 Cent basically did the same thing Ja Rule did. <laughs> he just took... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but he did the same, though. He started with Nate, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, was, he started singing, like, Candy Shaw. I was like, man, he's singing, too. He's sitting there, hey, no, Ja Rule. Yeah. Exactly. That yeah. shit was funny. Yeah. So, obviously, I know, um, I, I was reading you do a lot of things. You're an artist, producer, songwriter. So, just talk about, you know, everything you've been doing for the past, I guess, what, 10 years. Oh, uh, man. Um, so, I basically uh, first kind of got in professionally in 2012. Um, I had, I was working in the studio with a group of people for a while, and, um, we was working with a lot of people in Atlanta. Like I, I just was able to, you know, um, get in with, with certain circles that was making moves. And in 2012, I ended up placing two records on an artist named Jacquees's uh, 19 album. Um, that was a big deal because when it dropped, it actually charted on the uh, Billboard charts at like number eight for R&B albums. So like it was the first time I had ever charted with my work. And then in 2013, um, I had appeared on MTV uh, with a song called Summertime, which I was a feature with a, uh, one of my homies named Jabbar, his record. Um, and that did like over 100,000 downloads, um, 200,000 streams, like it, it did pretty well. And then uh, right after that, one of the records that I had previously placed on 19 with Jacquees, they got placed in uh, a movie, which was uh, Magic Mike Double XL. Mm -hmm. um, and not only did it get placed in the soundtrack, but it was placed within the movie as well for like two minutes and 45 seconds, which was hella dope. Yeah, that's so, long like, for a movie. My name comes up. Yeah. Um, so when the soundtrack dropped for that movie, um, it was the number one soundtrack for like at least a week in the country. So it was my first number one on Billboard. And then um, ever since then, man, I, I've been just, you know, um, I've been producing uh, and songwriting, engineering, uh, playing guitar for a lot of different artists and a lot of different waves out here. Um, there's a lot of waves I'm actually responsible for that I don't necessarily have the credit for, but I'm not even going to go into that. But there's a lot of things that I've been doing as far as musically in Atlanta that um, it's just my, you know, addition to the culture uh recently i'm really working on you know my voice you know i've, I've lended a lot of my, my talents to other artists for all this time so now i really want to make sure I, I'm, I think i'm ready for my impact you know yeah i was gonna ask you how did you feel about that because how you said uh you're responsible for a lot of ways but like how does that feel like not getting the credit for it like that but you see it uh, i mean at times, at times it's frustrating but I'm a really spiritual dude, man, and like you just can't like sometimes when you truly are led by the most high, you just you just have to kinda be patient, you know what I mean? And like when those chaotic moments come, you have to find peace in it. And I really think that that builds a lot of mental strength. You know what I mean? So like the way that things has happened to me and my cause I've tried to walk away from this, like, bruh, I I'm, I come from nothing. You know what I mean? Like, um I, I it's I've been through it all with this and like, you know, um, it's, it, I've sacrificed everything and, and I've tried to walk away like a few times and it's just some little subtle things that happen that it's just too fucking candy to be a fucking coincidence you know what I'm saying like it's just 
like the little series of things that happened and, and, and just it just kept me in it man and like one thing would happen after the next and one thing would happen after the next I'm just like damn alright cool and then when I look back on it it's like wow the majority of the money that I've made in my life has come from music mm. so what does that make me I'm a professional musician you know what I mean like it's, it's I have to remind myself because it, it just really gets difficult sometimes so what do you love about music it's just I've always been able to truly express myself in music like where I'm at now as an artist and a creator, I have a freedom with it that, you know, allows it to be therapeutic for me in a sense. You know, um, I do like to write journals and dream journals and things like that, but mm. music lets me express myself in a way that I can really uh, cleanse. Yeah, I would say you had to just start going in, man, because uh, I like talking about spirituality too, so you keep, you keep mentioning this, so you want to talk about that a little bit more? And spirituality is just as important to me as hip hop and music. It's you know, it's not one and the same, but it's one and the same. Yeah. You know, same piece in the pie. You know what I mean? Like, cause music is when I when I was eleven years old, like my aunt was like my mother. She died when she was forty seven, but um, she was like my mom. And when I was little, she told me that music was the first line of defense in the army of God. You know what I mean? And I remember when she told me that, man. I remember the feeling that I had felt. And the feeling I had felt was that I wanted to be a general in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Because I like music, you know, and I didn't know how much I loved music. Because really, I was shown away from, you know. Um, but like, eventually, I started to understand why. And uh, my understanding is that music is a vibration. You know, we all are basically we all exist on a certain frequency. You know, even like physical objects, they just vibrate at a certain frequency, so that you know. It corresponds with our bodies to make, you know, it's an object. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, music, I, I learned, is uh, one of the things that you can't touch, but you can feel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was saying the other day, man, I was listening to this song and, I, and she hit a certain note and I like felt it in my, like felt it vibrate. I was like, shit. <laughs> and to me, that's a phenomenon. You know, like, like to me, like the most high, these little footprints and, and fingerprints all throughout life of, it's existence, you know what I mean? And like, the music is like, come on, bro. Like, you know, that's amazing. You know what I mean? Something that you, like, you you hear it through one of your senses, one of your, one of your five senses, right? But it's also something you can feel without touching. Mm. So, you know, that, with, with my spirituality, you know, with that frequency, I'm not, you know, like, even the spirituality, when when you feel good, you're vibing high. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you don't feel as good, you're vibing low. You know what I mean? You can play those same notes in, in, <laughs> in a, you know, on my guitar. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then there's a, uh, there's a thing I'm studying right now, which is a playing fields, um, which is like just a collection of chords and scales and stuff like that. A darker sound, like what they put in TV shows and movies. And, you know, musicians actually have the ability to make you, like, change your emotions when you plugged in enough. And so, with that, I just, that's, that, hopefully that's, that's a good enough explanation. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. So, how would, how would you, um, you kind of been mentioning, talking about this too, but I just want to ask you to make sure, how would you describe your sound as an artist and like some of the themes you talk about? Yeah, man, um, my sound is, is like, um, it's definitely hip hop. Um, there are trap elements in it, uh, R&B elements in it, um, guitar, uh, which definitely adds, um, in my opinion, a, a musical rock type sound. Um, but I like to call it roll music. 
And, um, you know, I think that a lot of people have forgot about the role word and, and the term rock and roll, you know, mm. and in my opinion, uh, roll stands for the soul of rock. So uh, my music is really, you know, that's what I like to call it, roll music, which goes into like the lyrical content. You know, and that's why I like to call it that because um, I like to write, you know, uplifting music, man. But um, not all the time. Like, I feel like if it's, you know, you're only trying to write uplifting music, you know, it's boring. People really listen to music to have fun and uh, to dance, you know. So I like to make people dance, <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, there's uh, definitely uh, storytelling. I, I love telling stories. There's a lot of things that I've gone through in my life uh, that I feel has to be said. Um, there's things that I've witnessed as well, uh, coming from what I come from that I feel that people that in my life, that's not here anymore. They have stories, you know, so there's definitely a lot of storytelling in some of the records as well. Um, and, and just good vibes, bro. Like all in all, to just summarize it, not to be too long winded, just, I make really good vibe music, but at the same time, there is a lot of life music in there too. And sometimes life ain't also fucking happy. So, you know. That's the best way I could describe it. Yeah, what are some of your current projects you're working on? Man, right now, I'm working on my WEP, In and Yang. Um, we just dropped the first single off of Yang. And I'm going to explain that real quick. Yin and Yang is basically, you know, I feel represents me my best as an artist because um, I have like a side where I really want to wrap my ass off and then like I have like a side where I sing very well and play the guitar and do all the really pretty shit you know so uh, the yin energy and you can look this up I did my research the yin energy is uh, mainly female the yang energy is mainly male so the yang side is going to be like the rapping side for the niggas you know what I'm saying <laughs> the yin side is going to be the singing side for the females. It's going to be rapping and singing in both sides, but, you know, it's, it's a vibe, you know what I mean? So, like, um, we just dropped the first single, Softly. It's not the official single, but we just dropped, like, a teaser um, on Audio Mac exclusively, you know what I mean? So, uh, you can definitely go check that out. Uh, I have not changed my name or make it a kid on Audio Mac yet. We're still in the process of changing my name all around the board. So, just to make things, you know, transparent, if you do, if you are looking for me, you can Google Omega the Kid, O-M-E-G-A-T-H-A-K-I-D. But, um, yeah, you can go to audiomac.com, um, backslash Omega the Kid, backslash Intel, and you can check that out. But that's the first single off of a double EP that I'm about to drop real soon. Yeah, I would say it's kind of like we're getting a new genre. Well, it's kind of always been here, but it's kind of like I think we're getting a new genre of hip-hop because you got so many rappers that sing now. So it's kind of like... I'm telling you, bro. It, I'm it, telling you, bro. Like, like the, the balance that I've found, though, is like the, uh, the, a lot of the rappers now, they, there's some. I'm not saying all. There's some. I can I can easily name a bunch of them that really be talking about shit. But the majority of them, and, and the ones that's coming up, they're not talking about shit. And, and not only do they feel like it's not going to sell, it, but they're not talking about anything. But the way it sounds, it sounds good. The way they say things, the way they, the way how, how creative they are. You know what I mean? My music, I'm able to, to do things like that, like that with the way it sounds, but also say shit at the same time. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, man. Like, it's, it, I definitely think it's an evolution of, of a genre that's, that's happening right now. Yeah, I had this one of my uh, little homies on the show that he was talking about, uh, he was younger and he was like, oh man, you know, I don't write or do nothing, man. It's just a vibe, man. It's a vibe. I'm like, 
Man, I feel you, but still, you gotta like write and have some tight bars. Don't just be just. Man, hey, don't, <laughs> like, like I'm in the studio with them all the time. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's amazing what like seven, eight years difference of meeting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in the studio with them, and I'm like, yo, y'all niggas don't even know that Lil Wayne started that. And before Lil Wayne, it was Jay Z. Jay Z really started that shit. Jay Z was like, I don't write, and then Lil Wayne was like, I don't write. <laughs> but they don't know. I was like, they didn't write on paper, but they wrote it in their mind, though. They changed the whole culture. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? and really, and really, Jay and Wayne changed the culture because they didn't know that niggas would be able to make up songs like this by, you know, what I mean, by having more access to the studio because of technology and by just not writing. Which means that, like, that's what that's why I fuck with it, bro. Because like. For the first time in our culture, black men is actually starting to be expressive for real. Like, again, you know what I'm saying? Huh. Last time you saw this was, like, in fucking the Temptation era and shit. And that's what was so dope, because uh, we was just mixing and mastering my record. And uh, the engineer that I was uh, working with, shout out to uh, Dale, Dale Ramsey. Uh, he actually worked with the Temptations, like, mm. for real. Like, he got a flag and everything. No remaster. Like, he worked with the actual group. You know what I mean? So I was able to work with him on my single Intel. That's about to drop. And it was it was definitely a pleasure. It was, man, it was like music history. <laughs> and then what's some of your interests outside of music? Um, I like video games and anime. You know, um, as cliche as that sounds, I've always <laughs> actually loved like video games and anime I just um, I sacrifice video games because of my career um, I do play a little bit every now and then like you know I play a little 2k or something you know um, but I try to manage that because I'll play the fuck out some video games bro um. <laughs> like like I will sit there and like because I like to be good you know what I mean if I, if I ever do anything I like to at least be good at it you know you what I mean practice, so, yeah. um, yeah, you know, but definitely I love anime. Like, I, I love all different types of anime. I like discovering new anime, but I also like my, you know, my classics. Of course, Naruto, Bleach. Um, I, I, I don't really fuck with One Piece that much. That shit, I don't know. I think that shit's still going on right to this day. Um, let me see. Um, Ida no Shoki. Um, there's another one called uh, Berserker. You know, there's, I, I like those two animes. You know what I mean? Um, what else? Outside of that, I love basketball. Hmm. Yeah, who you yeah, think? I, I, I used to be really good at basketball. <laughs> I say you got any favorite books? Yeah, man, I got too many favorite books. Um, <laughs> I, that's funny because I didn't even read when I was growing up. You know hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it was thought to be, like, not cool. And then I learned you could learn some real shit. But anyway, um, oh. <laughs> one of my favorite books of all times is Catch a Fire, which is The Life of Bob Marley. That changed my life. Hmm. Um, that that was the first book that I was actually able to read all the way through. Actually, no, I take that back. That wasn't um that that book. But this is my second favorite book. Um, but this was the first book I was ever able to read all the way through. Uh, was God Don't Like Ugly? Mm. I, forgot the, uh, I think it's by like Iana or Iguana. I forgot the art uh, the artist name, but that's like my second favorite book. Uh, my third favorite is um. Malcolm X as told to Alex Haley. Yeah, I like that book too. Um, that changed my life. Um, and then I like um, what's the name of the other one? And I read this whole thing so many times, and there was a movie on it. Um, man, what is it called? It's about this dude that likes this girl, and he's like mysterious, right? mysterious, right? He feels like he's fucking uh, the Great Gatsby. Oh, okay. 
Alright, that's a little. I fuck with that. And then, though, you, you, we, we talked about this too, though. You was talking about as far as the, the business and everything. But what advice would you give to new artists? Uh, man, shit. Well, um, first off, if you know, you can't expect anybody to take you serious if you don't take you serious. You know. Um, that's the first rule. The second rule is if you don't plan on making money from this, then what are you doing? And if you are planning on making money, then learn how to set up your accounts to where you can make money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sign up and get your PRO right. Like, the PRO is one of the most important, essential parts of your career. PRO stands for Performing Rights Organization, which is ASCAP, BMI, CSAT, etc. You know what I mean? Um, go to these sites before you even just make your first song and sign the fuck up. You know what I mean? Learn how to do split sheets. Learn the percentages and how to break down percentages on your writers and your publishing side with your producers as well. You know what I'm saying? Shout out your motherfucking producers. Shout out your motherfucking engineers. You know what I mean? Loyalty. Loyalty is facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I really feel like the new ones that come in, they just don't, like, you know, like, these people is what make it happen for you. Unless you know how to record yourself, like, I learned how to do, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, I, I definitely advise that, too. Like, learn how to record yourself so you can find the sound. Because there's always going to be an engineer that has that gift, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not a, I'm great at engineering, you know what I mean? But I know there's a guy out there that this is what the fuck he does. Like, you can have it, bro. You know what I mean? Because music is what the fuck I do. You know what I mean? And like, you can't be a master of anything. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be a jack of all trades. You can't be a master. So, um, definitely learn how to record yourself to find your sound. You know what I mean? And then like, when you're able to get in the studio and, you know, start creating, you know, like, know what the fuck you're doing and, and, and trust the engineer, trust the producer, give them niggas credit. You know, and it'll take you a long way. Yeah, I would say, was you a fan of Nipsey? Because you kind of remind me of him how you talking. Man, Nipsey was Nipsey was like my big brother, bro. Nipsey was doing everything that I plan on doing mm. already. You know what I'm saying? He got he put the blueprint out. You know, and like <clears throat> I I used to live in California, so like everybody outside of California said, like, "Oh my god!" Like shit like that happened out there every motherfucking day, every day. Mm. It's just not Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? It's it's regular people. You know what I'm saying? Like every day, so. It's really a tragedy to the culture, to the community. Um, but I also feel like the most high doesn't make any mistakes. And I feel like it sparked the beginning of a, of a real revolution. And one of those things is one of the things we never seen before since Tupac, which was the Bloods and Crips, like all of the real OGs out there actually walking and coming together. Never seen that. Because niggas don't even know that that shit comes from the Black Panthers, bro. So like, in my opinion, um, I feel that Nipsey's death, who just became a martyr, was the beginning of a new type of Black Panther era. Mm -hmm. And then look at everything with the, with our women, everything that's going on with, with just us as a people. You know, it's, it's a lot of change in the air. Mm -hmm. What's up? I say, what, um, what, what goals you have for your career right now? Like, where you see your career five years from now? Five years from now, man, definitely uh, double, triple, uh, quadruple uh, shit, diamond, plat, you know what I'm saying? Um, Multi-Grammys, uh, working on um, a few shows that I have in mind, uh, multiple businesses, um, 
you know, I have a plan of uh, making sure that my, you know, anybody around me can always eat, communicate, and like shelter themselves. So definitely owning land, uh, definitely owning a few franchise businesses as far as the food and cell phones. Um, shit, traveling the world, living my best life. You know what I'm saying? Working less, um, making more. Oh, I heard it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, establishing credit unions in the hood so that my people can finally fucking learn about credit so that like these politicians can stop fucking us. Um, buying back portions of just like Nick. Like, can you imagine something like that in Atlanta? I know, right? Like, and that's one of the things. Like, we in Atlanta, we own like our third and fourth generation of millionaires. Niggas haven't done this yet. It takes a death of nip for niggas to start even thinking like this. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But I plan on doing it anyway. That was my plan. I just want to like televise and shit like that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, definitely that. Um, I mean, but so what? What would you say about um, like you know, in the past, if you study history, like we had communities like that, and you know, for some reason, they end up getting wiped out. So, what do you oh, say? Oh, like Black Wall Street? Yeah. Bro, yeah. it's, it's just... It's <laughs> you like, had a lot of black communities like read. that. Niggas don't read to know the, the the history. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of the things that I, that I knew in order to differentiate, uh, differentiate myself from this, this, this uh, statistic. I have to read. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to, I have to look and see. You know what I mean? Because if you don't look and see, you're doing to repeat the past. You know what I mean? And I just refuse to be one of them niggas, you know. So, you know, like I mean, that's Black Wall Street, bro. They they destroyed that. Like we are, are black owned banks. <laughs> I know. You know me. what I mean? Yep. So it's like we we. It's just you know, I you know me personally, and I don't know how you know controversial this would be because I you know I don't feel like you know I have enough popping right now for this to really make a lot of noise. But I really feel like mel all melanated people of, of America that our citizens here have the right to sue the United States of America, my nigga. Like, on some real shit. Like, for a lot of our motherfucking money. For real. Yeah, for all that free labor not, and not, shit. Not, not, not <laughs> the free labor of businesses that still exist to this day that, that benefited off of fucking slavery mm -hmm. from free labor, you know what I'm saying? But from also the economic and um, uh, mental, like, basically... Yeah, PTSD? Yeah, PTSD? <laughs> yeah. Cause they was you even know, saying like it goes, to, it's in your um, that shit is in your genetics. Like even if we don't, we didn't suffer it. Yeah, bro. it's in your genetics. You know, and shit. Okay, check it. Like you know, I did. This is how this is how far back I did my research. So right when at the end of slavery, um, the government was trying to figure out how to integrate slaves into society who wasn't even considered a human before, right? Yeah, three fifths. So, right. So how would they with like so they gave them their own money system and things like that. Um, and they also gave them their own bank. It was called Freeman's Bank. You can look this up, bro. They gave them Freeman's Bank. What, what, dude, the stockbrokers and the bankers, they fucking robbed our people in Freeman's Bank. That's why we don't fuck with banks. Yeah, put this shit on like, your that's bed. That's one of the first yeah. things that happened to why we just, we just really don't fuck with banks. We go to church. Our church is our bank to an extent. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why that is that way. You know, and like, come on, man. It's a systematic... It, it, it's a systematic uh, deterioration of, a, of an entire culture, people like mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just important that that we have our own things. It's not like a like a fu type thing. It's like, yo, we haven't had enough of our own things to even heal from the trauma that's been going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you sound like you listen. That's my goal. Do you listen to um, Tariq? Sound like you listen to Tariq? Yeah. Or watch Hidden Colors? Yeah, watch Hidden Colors. Yeah. 
I like to do, you know, I like to just kind of keep it moving. But, yeah, I, I do. So what would you like to say to all your fans and supporters? Man, I know y'all been waiting on me for so long, bro. I know I've been jumping all over the place. But trust me, I've been building my career a certain type of way so that I can have master, <clears throat> masters in my ownership. It's, it's important that I have that, you know. Um, but I'm coming. I'm coming for real this time. That's why I'll be popping. So it's going to be consistent. <laughs> so trust me, like, keep rocking with me. And I promise I'm going to give y'all some of the best music you had in your life. And then anybody, they just not hearing about you through the interview, why should they go check you out and go follow you? Um, if you like their music. I mean, if, it's just that simple. You know, um, some people are here to, you know, shit. Um, clog the shit out of the toilet. Some people are here to make music. And I'm <laughs> one of those people. So, you know, it's it wouldn't hurt. And it's free. <laughs> yeah. You said unclog the shit out of the toilet. Some people are here to make music. Yeah, that's what's up. They even got a reality TV show about people that unclog the shit out of toilets. You know what I'm saying? And they getting paid. Doing what they do. You do what you love, right? (laughs) Exactly, bro. So, yeah. Check me out. All right, man. I want to say thanks for coming through Politicking with me. No problem, man. Hey, y'all can reach me on uh, social media, IG. Um, That's at Omega the King. O-M-E-G-A-T-H-A-K-I-N-G. Um, if you want to Google me, um, you can definitely search uh, Omega the Kid. I know it's a little complicated right now, but um, that's O-M-E-G-A-T-H-A-K-I-D. And that's through everything. I appreciate politicking with you, bro. Peace. Yo, what's good? It's Omega the King, and I'm po-politicking with po-politicking. You dig? Yup.
revolution would show up They thought they had it, yeah Sewed up They didn't know that the revolution would show up The Poe Politican Show is brought to you by Audible With over 180,000 titles to choose from Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.